Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Moorfield. Hi, Ronan. Hi, Holly. You gave your name there a lot of gusto. I like it. I kind of. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're I like Holly Farouk. Farouk. Yeah, Ooh. we should we should get like a sound effect thing where it's just like you know the the, the crappy radio DJs use like Holly <laughs> Farouk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing uh, would. if anyone wants to um, send us one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Please sure do. We, you can contact sure us we, at uh, why did you podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We will take any donations with regards to audio equipment. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is fair. And it's only right. You're getting this podcast for free on whatever <laughs> listening platform you are listening to well on, you know, just to bear that in mind that mm. we give you everything and, you know, yeah, sure. You listen, but like are you giving us any money or no 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 no. just your just your time which we appreciate just your yeah yes like i mean in fairness we do appreciate so that's yeah yeah, and that's probably the most valuable thing in the world before holly alienates all of our listeners (laughs) let's just just state that yeah fair enough i just want stuff give me swag (laughs) give me stuff for free damn it (laughs) I need to like up my swag game. It's true. It's true. It's, yeah. very, it's been very poor of late, your swag game. Oh, cheers. Jesus Christ. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> like we are living through a pandemic run and I know, yeah, yeah, not yeah. being able to, I don't know, mm. room. I, uh, <laughs> That's uh, okay. That's okay. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you anyway? <laughs> When you get over the trauma. <laughs> just crying inside now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just as long as you keep it inside. I'm, That's only, joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> my my brother's dog, I'm dog sitting at the moment of when I was fake crying there, he was like very upset and concerned. Like, What's wrong? What's wrong? What? What the What's fuck? Wrong? What? 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 Who did it? Was it him? <laughs> he did that kind of noise there. I don't know if anyone heard. Mm. Um, But yeah, no, it was good to see you at the weekend in our mm. first... Or well, sorry, it was my our first meeting in person in mm-hmm. a long time. And then like, well, it was my first pub outing since Pando. Yeah, yeah. So, it was yeah. it was it was it was very much like because it was it was like a it was a it was a, it was a birthday and it was upstairs in a private a pub, function. A private function room in a pub that should remain nameless just in case they were, you know, doing something they shouldn't. But we were basically just standing around chatting like it was a regular bar it was it was yeah nice yeah i know we were just like there was no like restrictions table numbers or any of that stuff it was just yeah this is fun now in fairness it was very small and it was Mm. there were it was probably about like 15 people like 20 at the max 20 at most yeah so and it's not a big it's like not a huge room but it's like it's enough for people to be spaced out so yeah exactly it was a nice little setup like but um, i had a lot of fun yeah it was just so um it was just so amazing to go to a bar and Mm. like buy a drink and stuff and not have to drink from a can and and it going like flat in you know two minutes 
And the little thing that I hadn't done since before the pandemic was going up to the bar to order a drink. Yeah. Not having to get a waitress or a waitress to do it. Like it was, it was I nice. know. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. yeah no it was that good was nice. it was great night and was. very hung over then the next day severely hung over the next day mine so, lasted until monday That's how yeah you were saying that you got yours pretty bad mm. i wasn't too bad now i was just mostly tired so but shots. like you didn't do the shot oh i didn't do the shots yeah, yeah i was like I fuck done. off doing shots. i done the shots. i can't do it i done a baby guinness taught to get away with it I I, listen, Ronan, this is you, right? I mm. actually legit, and we're going to share this within yeah. on the podcast. Oh, please do, please do. Uh, you were like, literally, like these. Okay, so it's not verbatim, but it was along these lines. It's like, it's only a baby Guinness. Would you relax? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. And I was just like, I seriously cannot do shots anymore or else I will be on my deathbed tomorrow. Yeah. And you were just like, it's grand. It's grand. Go on. It's yeah, only it's, a baby Guinness. Yeah, baby Guinness. And uh, yeah. Because they, they were all doing so, tequilas and all sorts of mad stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my tequila days are long gone. But Oh, you know, yeah. Now my baby Guinness days are gone too. So I remember I was at my friend. I'll be doing, I'll be doing shots of water next to yeah yeah i know yeah exactly just like a soda water or something yeah. just be like, oh yeah it's it's straight up vodka yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, i remember there is a it was just it was at the end of the night and like it was literally like people were going to bed and uh like there was a few heads around the bar and one person was like um oh there's an extra tequila do you want it and like <laughs> why on earth like a tequila as well so as you said yeah it's like the probably the worst shot to do you know especially at the end of a wedding night when you've got so much food and other drink for the whole day in your tummy it really is the final nail in the coffin it is like yeah 100% oh no that was the that was the like final nail that night for me I was just an absolute mess like getting sick and everything i was awful so like any other night yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was way too much it was way too it much. was yeah yeah but bad, i actually bad. would have i'd say if i before i had that i'd say i would have actually just gone to bed and just been like this is i had a great night and uh, yeah. like i mean i still had a great night but yeah. it was just like you'd I, have a little headache the next day but look you couldn't walk off yeah a cup of but tea like, to be fair though because it was like a few years ago i was a bit hung over the next day and mm. I think I actually could have driven. Or no, I think my friend Linda drove. But like, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, I was a little bit groggy the next day. Whereas if that happened now, mm-hmm. I'd be like, move out of the way, COVID patients in A&E. <laughs> I am clearly more in pain and so <laughs> You don't. No, no. Yeah, I know you're on your ventilator. But you don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. You'll make it. I might not. Yeah, <laughs> I might not. I seriously <laughs> might not. Uh, but yeah, so that was a very exciting weekend. Yes, yes, it was. Um, and we definitely have to make more, 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 um, more outings of that scenario because I have a feeling the winter might be a tough winter in terms of restrictions. I um, yes, I get. I have that a suspicion that we might get it. Uh, Sticking suspicion, we might get like more restrictions come winter. Yeah, Maybe not less, which is obviously what everyone's hoping for. Is you know, because the early early the early closing hours are crap. 
they're really chronic. But um, I have a feeling they might it's be better than I think it's better than nothing, though. I don't know. Really? I don't really think we're 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 the the early closing hours. I don't think we're actually like gaining anything from it in terms of like freedom. Medic- not in terms of freedom, but in terms of like medical benefit. Like I don't think we're gaining. Anything oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From one so, hour. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah. So hopefully everyone just is okay. I think I I definitely think there probably will be another lockdown at some stage before the end of the year. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, I mean, like it was just because New Zealand. Holly the Harbinger. <laughs> Look, it, it, there is a very strong chance it could happen. Yeah, ah, look, it, it, the, the possibility never went away. It's just we hope yeah. it didn't. Yeah, but, I know. <sighs> sadly What's your not. look? There, there's our COVID corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week on COVID corner. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand. New Are Zealand. there two cases or yeah. still one? <laughs> Question mark. Um, so yeah, there we go. Um, so I love the you... I hope they're doing okay. Yeah, no, they are. They're cool. Um, so shall we press on with the yeah, with absolutely. the matter at hand? Yeah. Um, who? So what did I do? I think you went first last time. Yes. So I'll go first this time. Cool. Cool. Uh, so my choices this week were, uh. It was a Tom Cruise spectacular. Tom, a Tom Cruise palooza. Hey. Yeah. You like that? It was a Tom Cruise O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was either The Edge of Tomorrow mm-hmm. or Oblivion. Yeah. And I watched do, 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 do. The Edge of Tomorrow. Well, they're both very good films, but that's probably slightly better. So I actually watched both, but I'm only going to talk <gasps> about one. You can tell me what you thought of the other one when you're finished. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so The Edge of Tomorrow was actually, it was on Netflix, uh, but then it went off Netflix and it was on YouTube. So you can, you can, you can buy it off YouTube. So you know, tell me I have to reimburse you for that. Like three ninety nine, sir. Yeah, That's like sick. you know. Well, look, you can give just revolute me two euro, and I'll I, absorb two. I'll take the two euro hit as well. So take a hit. Oh, that's, that's that's mighty big, yeah. Listen, we and have I, to look. Mark everything down. Then the line. I I so miss extra vision. I really do. <laughs> I know. Yes. You could literally just go in, or even like laser, um, as well, because like laser literally had any like film made from like before i don't know it just had years and years and kind of slightly obscure kind of films What's like laser? you could fight laser yeah laser was another... another video shop um but it was kind of it only had a few shops i think it was only around um i only remember it being in ranla and in uh, georgia street mm, okay near georgia no, street arcade it... there used to be a laser there yeah, i never heard one of them though we had extra vision and sharp busters. Yeah. But no laser. That's mad. That's okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah. So guess that's just for you fancy people in Renault, huh? But it it had like it had just like kind of less mainstream. All right. Okay. So you could find any random 
like kind of movie. But um, yeah. Anyway, I digress. So uh, The Edge of Tomorrow, actually, where it was um, made in, it was released in uh, 2014. Mm. And it was directed by Doug Lyman. Indeed it was. Yeah, it was based on All You Need Is Kill, so a Japanese novel. Graphic novel, yeah. Um, Cool. So basically, the story is aliens have reached Earth and they've started to attack and not in a good way. Not in a good way. No. Well, is there a good way for them to attack? Well, Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so they've started to attack and the world could be they could be they could be attacking our hearts with love oh nice (laughs) yeah they could be attacking us with like sweets and chocolate yeah yeah not these aliens no no not these aliens no yeah they were were just attacking us with you know death and destruction though actually if you are diabetic to be attacked with chocolate and sweets would be odd. There you go. So. That's 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 a death sentence right there. Yeah. Um. So the world have kind of joined army forces as a kind of a human army against the aliens. So there's a lot of the actors in this are from all sort of all walks of life. All nationalities. Yes. Yeah. So Tom Cruise plays Major William Cage, which uh, by itself <laughs> a, very re- a very realistic name. Very like, realistic. So realistic. But also the fact that his name is Cage as well, and he's referred to as Cage all the time. I just can't yeah. help thinking of like Nicolas Cage and thinking like, was this almost written sort of for him? But anyway. anyway. Uh, so Tom Cruise is an officer and he's actually never seen a day of combat because he's kind of a marketing guy. He's kind of basically putting out, you can see him on like news uh, channel. He's like a publicity kind of, Exactly. publicity person for the, like a for the pure army, yeah. man hmm. for like this is going to be a great war we're going to do really well but in the back of his mind and when he's talking to the general and everything it's like going to be an absolute bloodbath hmm. um so yeah he's unceremoniously dropped into what amounts to be a suicide mission and thanks to i have brendan gleason because he plays mm-hmm. the general he's very good yes um, and not putting on an accent either. It's not often you no. see him in big films with his Irish accent, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah because because of what they are, a world army. You know, there's no need for him to necessarily be from America or you know anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. So he gets into long story short, kind of he gets. Um, the Brennan Gleeson basically, you know, arranges his guys to um make Tom Cruise be uh, in the war because he's told him to that he's going to be fighting, and Tom Cruise is like fuck this shit, and then they basically capture him and uh, make him, or he's kind of labeled a deserter, but then mm. he ends up on the field on on the battlefield um yeah and and he's killed within minutes so when they actually get the battlefield that scene it was really bizarre but it really reminded me of saving private ryan Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Did definitely it for you as well. 100%. Like that's just I think that's the vibe they were going for but like you would like it's definitely it was literally a, uh, like they were storming the beaches of Normandy and Yeah, but instead of Germans it's aliens like yeah, it's Yeah. It's, and then yeah, even like and 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 they he has he wears this like elaborate kind of neck um, suit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a big robot. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it like apart from that, apart from like their ammo and their like defensive like suits, they it's it looks exactly like um that that scene in Saving mm. Private Wine when they are literally coming up off the off their boats onto yeah, the yeah. <gasps> so he's yeah, so he's on the battlefield and he's like you can see the aliens and Tom Cruise is killed. Da, da, da. And then twist. twist. Um, he actually twist. finds himself back in the I don't have the word for it actually written down here, but it's the um when he dies, he wakes up back in the airport at the airbase. In the airbase, yeah. The day before. Exactly. So yeah. he kind of resets and that's like where he resets to. He mm. find it's kind of like essentially a groundhog day meets saver saving private Ryan. So mm. um he is re- then he realizes like, oh wait, this is exactly what happened before. And he does the same thing. He ends up on the plane, they drop them down to the battlefield, and within seconds he dies again. Um, so this is the loop that he's he's doing. So he's fighting, dying, reset, fighting, dying. And in this battle, though, he comes across Sergeant Vrataski, and that's Emily Blunt. Vrataski, and, I think it was. What? Vrataski, wasn't it? Vrataski. I don't I know. Think I had it's, written, it it's written. It's yeah. written V R A T A S K I. So Vrataski, yeah, Vrataski. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's Emily Blunt and she's this like amazing like combat fighter and um she notices he is very prepared in the ba- in like when she meets him on the battlefield he seems to be extremely prepared for the ambush and it doesn't seem to surprise him and then she shocks him by understanding that he is in a loop um so after one of his deaths, he resets and he finds her. And she says that she used to reset too. And then they, uh, but she, yeah, she got injured and she got a blood transfusion. And then she lost the like reset ability. So she mm. wasn't able to Groundhog Day. Did you mention that the reason that Tom Cruise could do it is because the first time he got killed was the alien bled on him that he was trying to kill. The oh, alien that sugar, yeah. him I didn't ble- mention that. bled on him and it's the alien's blood that gives him the ability to to reset, to reset. yeah 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 sorry I didn't actually mention that so that's interesting too um <laughs> but yeah so she doesn't reset anymore so and and so and every time Tom Cruise then went on the battlefield uh he had to I'm like he had to explain every time he reset so (laughs) but he's learning something new every time he does like and that's kind of making him more and more prepared like yeah every time he reset he had to basically go up to her again and they actually filmed that really well so 
like you could see him kind of going up to her but like they didn't obviously do every single kind of conversation mm. again they just kind of give you like yeah he's kind I think of- it just picks up at a different point each time they yeah it like yeah 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 so and I have annoying much um was it annoying you no I think I think it could have done it was it was just on the verge of like okay this is getting annoying now because mm, it's repeating okay. a lot um but anyway, so there's a scientist there. So it's the scientists, Blunt and Cruz. And um, they, Blunt and Cruz obviously explained to him about the, that Cruz is now doing the reset. And there's an alpha and omega alien system that controls the looping. And they need to kill that basically to stop the looping and to end the world assault. Mm. Um, and then yeah so they basically like with each battle Cruz becomes a little bit wiser a hardened fighter and then you discover is it uh, enough to kill it off question mark question mark mm. and so, that's it yeah and that's basically it but like yeah, I without getting into the like, spoiler yeah so I didn't want to go to uh fire that's as much as i can really sort of say about it but like and mm. um, i really liked this it yeah. was i basically well you know me and like palm springs and like liking anything to do with groundhog day in fairness if i was giving them stars i'd probably give palm springs like four and a half and this maybe three and a half right, i okay. still way preferred palm springs but like as a groundhog sort of storyline Mm-hmm. Um, but like this is really it's just really um visually cool looking the aliens look really good um I got I always sort of zone out when there's the fighting I, I like I actually it doesn't really appeal to me at all um action scenes mm, in movies. fair enough yeah like it's not like I, I don't give a shit about the gore or anything um it's not that gory no it's not but it's it's just it's just i find it just wastes time to move the story along that's all you know but um i yeah so i uh but like in terms of the actual their chemistry if Emily Blunt wasn't in this, I don't think I'd like it that much. I think they have really good chemistry. No, yeah, she definitely is an anchor in the film that's keeps you. Yeah. Like, because Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise, like you know, and yeah, he plays a little bit smarmier than he normally is in films in this, mm-hmm. especially at the start. Yeah. But, uh, no, she's definitely the highlight for me in this one. She's yeah. very good in it. Yeah. She's brilliant. And um, yeah, I just found it really interesting. I thought it was a really good concept on the whole kind of reset thing with mm. this sort of uh, a war uh, based like on a war kind of uh, environment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I definitely actually I surprised myself liking this. I kind of didn't think I would. And I kind of thought like, oh, go on. But actually, like it's such a good like cast as well. Like Brendan Gleeson, he's only in it for a little bit as well. And uh, but he's still excellent. There's also like Bill Paxton and a bunch of other kind of his comrades. I think this was Bill Paxton's last role, actually. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that actually when I was watching it. And he's very good in it as well. And there's like a sort of a 
a small little kind of crew that um he does the he goes on to the battlefield with like time and time again mm. and they're all they're all like pretty interesting characters um themselves so uh but yeah i i thought it was handled really well there is i it lost me a little bit towards the end um like before any kind of spoilers or anything but like um just i i guess with the science of the alpha and the omega like i just kind of lost i just sort of glossed over that in my head mm. um but like it was still it was still basic enough to understand you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah but i enjoyed it i am glad you made me watch that Yay! Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because this is actually one of my favorite sci-fi films. Like it's top five easily for me. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, I really like this film. It was, it was, uh, what was, what was, makes it stand out for you? For me, it's the in it's, comparison to like other movies. It's, a, it, uh, it's the Groundhog thing. The, the, well, that's always an interesting concept. Anyway, anything to do with time travel always piques my interest, and this yeah. is, I think it's a pretty good take on on a on a thing that's been done before. Like. But for me, it's it's the way it's made is jaw dropping for me. Like, cause all those mech suits that they're wearing, they're all practical. You know, they're not CG. Yeah, like. and, Are the, they? and you see, yeah, yeah. And when you see them on screen, it's insane how well they're made. Like, you know, and how well they're done. Like, um, but everything else, like the action, the whole lot, uh, everything for me, I loved. Um, and I'm normally like not one for Tom Cruise, but he's made some really good films, and this is top of the list for me now. I have to say. Yeah. Well, I'm a massive Tom Cruise fan. You are. You are. So, yeah. So I decided to watch Oblivion as well. Mm. How did you think of that one? No. No? No bueno? No bueno. Oh, okay. I'm not too sure. I just kind of, I zoned out again. Um, I didn't get it. I didn't care for any of the characters. So I kind of uh-huh. didn't have any interest. Oh, okay. No, that's fair enough. That's more of a, a sci-fi. Not so much a sci-fi action. It's more of a sci-fi, sci-fi drama almost, I think. Because yeah, it's, I definitely it's very, think it's... It's a slow burner. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I just kind of thought like the characters weren't super strong. Like mm. they were all sort of fairly weak and I didn't really get the seeing him, his double. I didn't... I may Spoiler have next. fallen asleep. <laughs> All right. Well, then you're definitely not going to get it, though. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. I think I watched I watched The Edge of Tomorrow first. And mm. I think I really liked The Edge of Tomorrow. And then when Oblivion came on then, because I was like, I might just sort of, you know, this one might sway me and I might end up doing my podcast on Oblivion. And then I was just like, oh, no, it I did not sway like you. This. Yeah, no. no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Again, that's another one I do quite like, but that I can see where that one would be more of a you know, definitely more of a Marmite kind of film. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, but I really liked uh, The Edge of Tomorrow. Thanks mm. for making me watch it. Cool. Grant, you're welcome. <laughs> like I made it or something. Welcome. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like Thank I had anything so to do much, Ronan. Oh, it's no problem. It really is no problem. <laughs> Thank you for paying for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, exactly. Right then. So. My you choices. have your choices. I think I, I do, have your I choices. Do. No, I actually remembered. I done my job this week. Oh my 
god so your choices for me were uh the girl on the train also an emily blunt um joint. yes yeah. We're sponsored uh, by Emily Blunt's PR. We are sponsored, yeah, yeah. And Uploads, which is a series on Amazon, Amazon Prime yes. original. So I went with Upload. Oh, I kind yes. of, I figured as soon as yeah, I mentioned yeah. it, you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I read the synopsis for Girl on the Train. I was like, Bleh. <laughs> no way. <laughs> You're a pass. Not when I read the, when I read the, the synopsis for Upload, I was like, okay, yeah. And then I read Girl on the Train. I'm like, nah. Okay. Go back. So yeah, um, so upload for those who don't know is uh, we are in the year twenty thirty three. It is the near future. Um, uh, I know it's ten uh, years. It's like it know, sounds yeah. so futuristic, it sounds but it's like crazy future. It's like eleven years away. Forget yeah. twelve years away. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're in the near future, um, and uh, the world is kind of what you expect it to become. In that everyone's driving autonomous cars, no drivers. Um, the corporations rule the world. The mega corporations rule the world. Um, there's like hints to it being our future, and that like the big corporations are still around. Some of them have merged with each other. Um, like there's a news report at the beginning of one of the episodes where you see that Facebook has been bought out by some big massive conglomerate, and the likes of those are still in in business and stuff. Um. But uh, essentially, uh, we're in a reality where when people die, they can have their entire consciousness uploaded to like a, uh, a digital afterlife or like a virtual heaven, if you will. Yeah. So uh, but of course, this being the future that we expected to be, this has been monetized and you can either go to a really fancy one or you can go to a shitty one, um, depending on how much money you're willing to pay uh, or how much money your your uh, extended family are willing to pay when uh, you're gone. And you can still go you can die without doing this as well if you want you can die without doing this of course yeah people have electively choose to die without living on somewhere else in a computer and um, but essentially once you do this you are extending your life indefinitely you live out your days as you were when you died um you can change your appearance or you can keep your appearance you can you can still talk to your family and friends as you because it's your entire consciousness that's on the computer um which is equal parts impressive and terrifying, I suppose, if you think about the, the reality and the implications of something like that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's essentially that's the that's the that's the uh, that's the reality that we have. Um, so we have our main character, who is Nathan Brown, played by Robbie and Mel, who you'd probably know from many other TV programs. He's been in The Flash, X Files, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so he plays a computer engineering grad who is on the verge of creating an app with his business partner, um, which we don't know much about at the start, but we it comes more into play later on in the, in the program. But he is driving in his autonomous car, which uh, mysteriously crashes and kills him, or nearly kills him, essentially. Um, he's yeah, taken he's to the hospital. put in, he's rushed to hospital. Yeah, sorry. He's rushed to hospital, yeah, with bad injuries and stuff. Uh, and he's basically given the choice to either go into the OR and probably die or go into the upload center and live forever. And he has to make the choice. Um, his girlfriend, who he's not that fond of to begin with, he's only with her because I think she's a stepping stone to the next one. Uh, she is um, she is there with him in the hospital and she's telling him that she will pay for Lakeview, which is the best of the digital afterlives, the most expensive. 
uh, and kind of in a haze of injuries and all the rest of it, decides that he wants to go live in Lakeview. So off they go and they upload him to Lakeview. Um, he Once he arrives there, he has a, an angel who is basically his uh, virtual, uh, his real world handler, essentially. It's just someone who's in the real world who will be his handler in the digital world. So, uh, and those two become friends. Um, she is played by, I have her name here, Andy Allo. And she's very good in it. Um, she's yeah. actually, a singer, actually a singer-songwriter in a different scenario. But um, in this, she's very good. Uh, she plays the real world uh, guide to uh, Nathan's um, digital experience, essentially. Yeah, she's kind of like she observes him like mm. all the time. And yeah. she's literally like a voice in his ear. Like whenever he needs someone, he's like, how, what do I do mm. here? And what's going on? And she's like there to answer all the questions, kind of. Yeah, she, she's essentially like tech support for this yeah. company that run Lakeview essentially so um, yeah so he's in there he very quickly finds out that it's not all it's cracked up to be um, and he's kind of very unsure about it he, uh, he um, and then he finds out very quick, very quickly after that that his girlfriend basically calls shots on everything and has complete control over what he has wears eats and does in this place because she's paying for everything so he literally yeah. can't do anything without her say so, which is exactly the way she likes it. And she can literally um, call him as well. On, and she can call him whenever she like, wants. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, and this is what he's looking at for eternity, which is instantly a turn off for him. Like, um, so there's yeah. quite a lot of comedy around that, those two relationships. Like, yeah, true. Their, their Very true. Yeah. It's good. Um, so, uh, and that's pretty much the first 20 minutes all in all in essentially uh, or the first episode I should say is pretty much what I've just said there so um yeah uh, the second episode kind of gets more into I watched the two episodes first two episodes um the second episode kind of gets more into the 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 ongoing story about what will happen regarding his death um you find out that it was not an accident and that somebody had basically tampered with his car um and we also find out that he was probably going to live from the accident, from his injuries from the accident, because his his vitals were starting to go back up when he was uploaded to the system. Uh, there's no way back from the system. You find out through news reports and stuff that they're working on a way to clone bodies and then re-upload or re-download people into the clone bodies, but that doesn't go well at all. Um, from what we see, uh, yeah, so especially that's how, especially taken how they're actually uploaded to begin with. It's a yeah. very graphic scene. Very graphic and you know quite shocking as well, given how uh how like you know how soon into the actual yeah yeah and it's because the, the tone of the whole thing the whole other rest of the show is quite lighthearted I guess and then you see that thing it's quite stark and horrifying like but um of how they're uploaded and again how they're downloaded as well like in in that scenario yes also quite gruesome but um. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. So you find out that is 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 that wasn't an accident, and his angel um starts snooping around, as does his cousin, um, basically starting asking questions about why certain memories of his are missing and how somebody has tampered with his digital code to erase memories that he should have, um, yeah. while he's in the while he's in Lakeview, um, and that's pretty much all, all I can say thus far. 
um, because I've only watched the two episodes. But um, yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. It's a, it's a, it's it's weird. It is weird. At the, but at the same time, it's sort of almost realistic in a way that because because everything has a basis in reality, essentially, as weird as it gets, um, the, the, it's all stuff that you can say, Jesus, yeah, I could see that going that way. Like, you know, I could see that company doing this or I could see, you know, this this being that, like, you know. Uh, the world building is very good. All the technology and stuff is very well created and thought out and recreated, I should say. Um, yeah, it's not too far removed from what, like, we're living in, you know. No, there, there's no. certain features that are, like, you know, obviously the whole fact that people are living in this AI universe of a like an afterlife nursing home mm. um but like obviously that's surreal but just even their little tablets and stuff and their phones and like it's it's all slightly altered but very sort of it's kept very well yeah yeah like nobody has a phone anymore they just have a little wristwatch that displays a, a 3d display of whatever's whatever they need to see or read and if they want a phone they literally just open their hands just and they've obviously hand. got yeah hands. and a little little display appears in the L of their thumb and finger like so it's um yeah it, it's it's like it's obviously extreme sci-fi but it's stuff that you could see you know happening from where we are now and stuff yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't I've, call it far-fetched and impossible I've, like you know I've watched the whole series uh the, there's only one series out at the moment mm. um but it is yeah it's on amazon prime but um yeah do you think you'll probably watch more oh yeah 100 i'm invested oh, yeah. yeah 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 no because it, it it says comedy but it's more like a comedy drama you know yeah you, because there are some downbeats to it and and that's fine too because they all work towards progressing the story and also kind of elements of a murder mystery um which kind of keeps you compelled as well like uh yeah, I think that's what got, got me kind of stuck to it because to be honest, at the beginning, yeah, I thought the premise was kind of interesting, but I was actually expecting way more of a comedy mm. seeing as it was Greg Daniels and it was like, you know, yeah. coming from him, I was expecting like this to be a kind of a, you know, not a laugh a minute, but definitely more laughs than there were. More and, last year, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is no bad thing again. Like I said, the laughs that do come are good and they're solid yeah. laughs, and, and the drama and actually, is compelling, like you know. Um, there are more comedic moments. I think there's a few characters that emerge uh during the series that hmm. give that more light-hearted edge to quite a kind of a serious and quite a sort of almost depressing, depressing. kind of yeah, theme yeah, yeah. of like. <laughs> You know, it should be depressing or it should be more depressing than it is, I guess. But yeah, because you're because you're dealing the, with yeah. the fact like people are on Earth and are sorry, like, you know, in the land of the living or whatever. Mm. And, you know, and they're still extremely attached to people that have died and like literally calling them like as if they're, you know, there in the they're, room. Yeah, they're or they're, they're at home, like you know, and or they're they're gone to a different country for a week or something. Like they're just calling them and still in, still being in contact with them. Yeah, like they're not like they're not gone. Like, but yeah, so it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a very interesting premise that's done very well. I think it's it's um and it's done with like you know healthy doses of satire and drama and yeah, no, it's 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 very good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. 
and I'll definitely give it a go for the for, for the remaining eight episodes, ten episodes in the season. Yeah, so eight episodes left. I'll give it a bash. Yeah, but, it's um, definitely it's definitely one for just kind of a complete kind of. There's no there's nothing really out there at the moment that's sort of similar. Um, mm. I mean, you have kind of sci-fi series, but this definitely has a whole like just has a whole other interesting like vibe to it. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But he's um, yeah, pretty good, well, like Craig Daniels, isn't he? Like to be fair. He is, but he's got some serious credentials behind him. Obviously, if you would know, he's got, he was the man behind the US office. He was behind Parks and Recreation, which are probably two of the best comedy shows to come out of America in the last 20 years. Um, he was also one of the head writers um, on The Simpsons back in the early days of The Simpsons when it was good. So. And best mates and, with Conan O'Brien as well. And best mates with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Which, you know, is a job in itself, I'm sure. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, good cast, well, well cast. Um, I don't, your man Robbie Amell, who plays the lead actor, I've never really noticed him in anything or being particularly good in anything. I know he had a, a long character run in The Flash and I think he was in The Arrow too. Um, you know, those CW hero shows. Um, I actually never watched any of those shows. So when they're I only okay. first watched they're only this, okay. I was yeah. really unfamiliar with him as an actor. Yeah. And to be honest, yeah. I really didn't think like I was like, all right, so this pretty guy is kind of going to be the the main actor in this whole series. And then but they I actually, like, it's actually but okay. it's it's interesting that that's kind of his character arc as well because he yeah. starts off as this like you know self absorbed narcissist who's kind of all about himself and nothing else like kind of this um, tech kind of hotshot yeah this guy, tech hotshot yeah who loves really himself pretty girlfriend yeah like and of course as soon as he arrives. Yeah, and as soon as he arrives at Lakeview, he realizes none of that matters, and it becomes more of a, an actual personality, which is yeah, kind of um, which is what gets him uh, connected um, or what's what what's what what's the basis of their friendship with the uh, the angel, um, because they basically connect on a, on a on a higher level than that, like or a physical higher than a physical level sort of thing, so yeah. But I would definitely recommend this for anyone who has not watched it because it's very good. It is very good. And I'm glad you made me watch it. I'm glad. And they're like 35, 40 minutes. Um, It's weird because so many episodes go up to 48, 49 minutes and some of them are only 20, 27 minutes. So I think that's kind of the the freedom that doing these shows streaming streaming affords you is that you can do them. You can the, the length of the, the the episode is dictated by the story, and yeah. not by having to fill some schedule with a time slot, like you know. Um, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, so, you have like there. That's why everything is you know routinely sort of forty six or twenty four minutes. Because like, it has to fit a slot, like. But yeah. this, you can make them as long as you want. So that's that's the benefit I goes I suppose to tre- streaming. But yeah. um but yeah, that's. I didn't realize actually they swayed that much because you know the way like mm. you know they they jump they jump along to the next episode. So I I remember sort of seeing a few like for sort of 35, 40 minutes. Um, but yeah, there is like God, that's that's a huge, <laughs> that's a huge difference though. Um, but yeah, I think I I I have a feeling actually the last one could be even longer. Um, but I can't remember now. 
but yeah, no, it was, it's, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that you liked it. Cause uh, I just, when I watched it as well, I was like, this is sort of the most interesting thing I've watched in a while. And then plus the fact that it has some kind of science fiction based uh, technology, futuristic mm. technology involved. I was like, this could be right up Roman's alley. Mm. I actually was surprised you hadn't watched it because I saw on um it'd have been on my radar all right but oh, okay. um you know i hadn't gone near it uh again it's just a matter of getting around to the the thousands of hours worth of content that's there at our disposal now, thanks to, thanks to netflix and amazon and disney plus and yeah there's never enough time in the day there's just so, never enough time yeah it all comes down to recommendations from people yeah so. like us i guess exactly yeah cool so um so you like that. I like tomorrow. Yeah. So we did pretty We're back well. on track. Yeah. After last week's debacle where we both just hated what we watched. Hated it. I think we're both mad at each other for some This is like <laughs> waste of time. Why are we even doing this podcast? This is terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so do you have choices for me for next week? I do indeed. Do you oh. have choices for me? Yeah. Of course you do, because you're you know super organized, and I am, I am not. That's okay. But uh, you know, why don't you go ahead and give me my choices? I don't know if you've actually seen this or not. Uh, Get out. Uh, no, I haven't actually. That's the Jordan Peele thing. No, yeah. I haven't seen it. No. Get out, or actually, I'm not too sure where Get Out is, but I'll find it. I think it actually might even be on Netflix. Um, <laughs> okay. Or bre- the Breaker Uppers. I've already given you this as an actual possible film, but I'll give it to you again. Yeah, that's no, on that's Netflix as well. Thing. All right, cool. All right, grand. I'm just taking note of that. Cool. Okie dokie. So I'm going to give you a few ideas here, and you tell me if you've seen them or not. Cool. Um, Moneyball. Yeah, yeah that's, I that's, have seen that. You have seen that, yeah, yeah, Grant. Uh, Ad Astra. No. No, okay, you haven't seen that. That can be. That's on. Um, Netflix, is it? It's, it's on Sky? one of them. I saw it on one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got Ad Astra, and then I'm going to give you a layer cake. Have you oh, seen that? Yeah. You have seen it, Grant. Okay, no problem. Um, Contact. Is that with George Clooney? No, this is with uh, Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, like a thousand years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, uh, where is that available? Thing? That's on the Netflix as well. Oh, is that on Netflix? It is. Oh, my God. It's buried, okay. buried somewhere in the back. Cool. So Ad Astra or Contact. Are you sure oh, you want to you just go. give me two uh, science fiction movies again? But, you know, by uh, by coincidence, that's exactly what you got. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a few other uh, options, but you've seen them all, so. You know, sorry. <laughs> Although they're they're not um they're not loud, shouty, bangy sci-fi. Yeah. So they're more story focused, definitely. Cool. Yeah. You t- you're not happy. I can see you by the face, and you're not happy it's at all. It's just like the constant <laughs> sci-fi. Like I know there's other movies out there. There are other genres, but no, that's fine. Okay, I do have one non-sci-fi film. Do you want to swap one out? <laughs> Take the okay. non-sci-fi. Okay. 
What will I swap out? Uh, right, you choose. I'll swap out um, Ad Astra then. Okay. So your replacement is Run Lola Run. Okay. Is that the Spanish one, is it? It's German. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that, though. I remember that came out. That came out, like, in the 90s, didn't it? Mm, 96. Yeah, yeah. Where, wh- what's that on handy? That's on Netflix, too. Oh, is it? Okay. It is. Real. Yeah. Grant. Okay. So, there you go. One sci-fi, Thank one you. non-sci-fi. Yeah, see? Don't yeah. let it be said I never done that for you. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, well, sure. That's everything, I think, this week. Awesome. And um, yeah, so you can contact us on uh, Instagram or Facebook at Why Did You Podcast, or you can email us at uh, Why Did You Podcast at gmail.com if you want to give us any of your recommendations. Hmm. And Holly's personal phone number is no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were actually going to. Oh, did you thing. want me to? You're all like, yeah, go on, do it, do it. <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh no, Ronan, why did you say that? Leaving it in, not editing it out. Yeah, not, oh. no way. Yeah. Oh, you bastard. I know, that's so mean. <laughs> I can't believe you did that, Ronan. Um, yeah. Call me, call, call, call me anytime. Call me, yeah, anytime at all, anytime, day or night. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, cool. Yeah. Sure. Look, have a good week and um, we will talk to you next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.